Are you superstitious? Do you avoid walking under ladders? Are you afraid of black cats? Do you refuse to open an umbrella indoors? Of course not. It's crazy to believe that human affairs are influenced by magic and the divine instead of purposeful behavior or natural causes. But how do you protect yourself in a world in which adversity can strike at any moment? Do you wear a lucky jersey when your favorite team is playing a big game? Do you say, bless you, when someone sneezes, or break a leg before an actor friend is about to perform? About one quarter of Americans readily admit to being superstitious, and three quarters of all students say they rely on good luck charms when they take an important test. And I'm not even going to touch the subject of religion and the millions of people who pray to their chosen deity for a good outcome. It's all about gaining some modicum of control, about quelling our anxiety. And not long ago, during the COVID epidemic, it was not uncommon to hear about people gargling with hydrogen peroxide, snorting volcanic ash, and even drinking bleach to protect themselves. Totally nuts, right? But I have to admit, in a world in which disasters are on the news every night, I feel like I have to have some tricks up my sleeve to protect myself. You know why I've never been in a plane crash? Because I do not allow myself to fall asleep while flying. I firmly believe on some groundless but dependable level that my vigilant wakefulness is keeping the plane in the air. Want another one? I actually pick up pennies when I see them in the street. And although it's insane to believe that bad news comes in threes, just last week I had dental surgery, got stung by a horde of wasps, and had a flat tire all in the same day. I have to admit that I come from a long line of superstitious people. My mother firmly believed that you should never ever assume that something good was going to happen because that was the surest way to make sure that it did not. She inherited her die-hard distrust of optimism from her own mother, who took for granted the evil eye, an age-old belief that has symbolism in almost every country in the world and in every religion, Judaism, Islam, Buddhism, Hindu, and Christianity. Like many impoverished immigrants from Eastern Europe, she believed that a demon or wicked person can bewitch someone just by looking at them, that any person with success, beauty, or wealth, or even someone who'd received an excessive amount of admiration was more likely to attract jealousy and the gaze of a jealous observer that can jinx them, curse them with terrible luck and misery, and in some cases may even elicit injury or sudden death. Hence, my Grandma Sally wore a red string bracelet on her left wrist. Not uncommon, by the way, Madonna wore one to ward off evil spirits, 
as did Donald Trump's former lawyer, Michael Cohen, when he testified before Congress. Grandma Sally covered mirrors after a death in the family to ward off evil spirits. She insisted that all brides and grooms stomp on wine glasses at wedding ceremonies to repel Lilith, the incarnation of lust. She ate fish every Friday night. Why? Because fish were the only animals not on Noah's Ark to survive the flood, of course. And she never, ever allowed us to express pride in our accomplishments without then adding the phrase Kanahara, a contradiction of three Yiddish words that translates as not the evil eye. And it's not only my grandma Sally. Clint Eastwood actually said Kanahara when told his movie Mystic River was likely to win an Oscar. I don't vouch for any of these things, mind you. I think they're all crazy, right? But then again, I've made it this far in life, so something must be working in my favor. I'm Ira, knock on wood, and that's my opinion.